0: podcast is what's on my plate please mind the content it may make you hungry hi himani how are you hello Anudeep. i'm doing good how about you well i'm great i had like such a great time collaborating with my bestie uh on like this series that we're talking about like fmcg codes So, like, this is part three and you've been, like, researching with me on different brands, different companies, you know, through the ages. So now, like, part three is all going to be about the future and, you know, what's going on in the present and how the Indian market is going to, you know, change, like, the food market. So let's talk. Let's just get into that discussion. What do you say?
1: Yes, sure. Let's dive into
0: it. Yes. Okay. So, like... When it comes to food in India, you know, there is so much experimentation going on. And uh, we are also like copying the Western market in some ways, some way, but also coming up with our own ideas as well. So like, what are some of the trends that, you know, you've witnessed in India that are happening in the food market?
1: As far as I know, India is now turning from Western to the traditional side of India they are now adapting few like the oldest gold and indians are now adapting their old culture how it was and instead of just swiping into the western food or any other nationality food they are bringing their culture um, you know in highlight
0: yeah that's pretty interesting because we want to encourage the local production and i think that trend that you know, took place between like 2000s May when we were obsessed with oh, foreign chocolates, like even if you come right now from back from Germany to India, I'll be asking you for, you know, bringing me chocolates and stuff. <laughs> but also the fact that you're going to miss a lot of uh, regional foods that we have in our country, right?
1: Well, actually the chocolate didn't originate in our country, so you, if you're still asking for me for foreign chocolate, that would make sense. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah but you know that is a tradition when somebody is outside we are always like you know, bring some foreign products back to our country but yeah, yeah so... but
1: I would say uh, in foodstuffs I would say there is a lot of variety in India and I really miss it here the things are available here but they are very much costly because you know geographically they are not available here so they have the export and import, other taxes, taxes all around, but they're very rare here, like especially for in case of masalas. Yeah, and um, and it's it is very. I'm finding it very difficult to find um, chickpea flour, <laughs>
0: Basin, chana flour actually. You know, perils of being outside, <laughs> drawbacks <laughs> that you're missing all out on all of these creations. So like some of the food trends as you say like traditional so what is what is the concept behind it that you know people are migrating for different jobs all all across the country and they want to stick to their roots that is what the basis for this is right yes So what is like one brand comes up in your mind when you think of this?
1: Um, I am not sure, but there's a brand in US, which is actually coming up with Indian cuisine, ready to eat, home delivered food products. It's not here, but I I think it's Cumin
0: Club, which is working for it. Also, they're actually like sharing the Indian cuisine in form of like a ready to eat, ready to cook packages outside. Yes that's pretty cool for like yeah. nris that's
1: ready to eat meal kit so i think there'll be some diy section in it they'll provide all the ingredients and the list of recipe and you have to cook it
0: so if you had like a meal kit uh brand present in germany which is giving like india indian food so you would like love that right
1: um i'm not sure it is providing indian food or not but there are a lot of brands like blue apron which are working here in Germany for similar kind of concept. But I would really love it, even though it would
0: cost me, you know, a lot, but okay. (laughs) Just to have that Indian food, right? Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the next trend that is happening, but I'm not sure it's a trend or it's here to stay because it's the most debatable thing in the food industry right now, which is vegan, veganism.
1: I've never had a very good experience with vegan meat. So they're still like I, <laughs> trying to get in that India formula India right. Here, I would say that, yes, it was much better. Not exactly like me, but yes, it was 100 times better than what I consumed in India. But okay. uh, that's what I think my last experience. But there are a lot of good startups working in it, I think. So like Green Tot and Bee Veg, Sofit.
0: Yeah. Sofit yeah, is a miss- is- Sofit is a milk brand, but yeah, vegan market, there are a lot of things. So even I actually talked to one of the CEOs of like a vegan startup. So she was from White Cube, and they had like a dairy-free, sugar-free ice cream. So like pretty healthy alternative for somebody who, you know, wants to stay away from dairy. Oh, but this thing, but the, there's this thing also, like as we age, you know, the amount of lactose that we can... Digest. just, I just goes down. So if we want to like stick with milk, but also not have any dairy. So that's a good thing, right? Like vegan products.
1: I think it's a very good thing in terms like sometimes people say we should avoid milk for losing weight and that actually works. Yeah. And avoiding milk if yeah, it can help ha- help you for living a better lifestyle. I wouldn't say that's bad. So but maybe, there maybe. should be some kind of restriction towards the alternates
0: sometimes. Yeah. Even I also feel like you know the lifestyle. If you talk about that, if you want, if you don't want to eat meat, kill animals, you don't have to eat meat, right? Why do you why ha- why do you need to have like a plant based alternative for that? Yeah.
1: Like, There should be some more
0: morals instead of switching to alternate meat. Yeah, but as a business idea, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good venture because obviously you can make that and, you know, convince people like, okay, you know, this tastes like meat. If you don't want to eat, eat this and your conscience would be clear. So there's obviously an ethical angle to this and businesses are capitalizing on that, but Okay, we'll do. We we'll discuss more on that later in another episode because it's a whole thing with veganism, right?
1: Uh you know, recently I found uh, an ad on Instagram saying there's a dating site for only vegans.
0: <laughs> Let's not kill animals together, <laughs> but have chicken yes, as well.
1: <laughs> that, that's the tagline, maybe.
0: <laughs> okay, and this is a very controversial topic that we have taken up. Let's completely switch.
1: Yes it's or completely are in great danger.
0: It's like I don't <laughs> want uh, my listeners to you know put off like how you know what's on my plate is oh they're saying bad things about vegan no we're not saying bad things we're just saying stating our opinions but we'll learn better. Yes. Yeah. Vegan
1: okay. It's a very great initiative. It's a very we great supportive. initiative. We but as a food technologist, who have also understanding of market. Yeah. This is what we understood and we are no experts.
0: <laughs> you know, once I will research more about vegan or, you know, talk to some vegan startup, uh, we'll have better insights. So stick around for that <laughs> with this podcast. We'll get to you. Right. Right. Okay. So next, start, next trend that is happening in the food market right now is obviously when people experiment with dishes
1: well I have seen a lot of Instagram reviews in no, which please, they destroy god, no. the cake and make a pakoda out of it
0: god no oh your oh, pakodas oh. god no they actually made, like... oh, my. <laughs> 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 they actually like ice took like rolled
1: cream,
0: ice masala cream dosa. masala dosa rolled ice cream why would you do that no, Himani, no. I'm not talking about pink that kind chai. Of... Also, pink in chai which is
1: actually they to chai.
0: That is actually Kashmiri chai. People in comments were kind of like, okay, oh. they added colors for that. So, it is a traditional oh. dish actually that they serve it with the flakes and the cream and then they put chai in it. But I don't oh. know how it would taste. nice. Yeah, it looked nice, but no, like dosa and ice cream, please. Yeah, as <laughs>
1: Also, I was seeing butter chai, butter chai, butter tea.
0: <laughs> the fact is that butter is already <laughs> processed milk, right? Yeah, but I think there are some good startups uh, who are, which
1: are bringing very innovative products also in the market, and you know, also from the nutritional aspects. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, uh, like for me, uh, one of the startups that I saw was in chocolate and, mm-hmm. you know, their Instagram ads really like made me follow their page. And I'm like, the page is also, is very beautiful. And they actually experiment with, you know, a lot of the Indian flavors. So as you were talking about chai, so this brand is called All Things Chocolate and All Things Chocolate means all things chocolate. So like chai chocolate, monsoon chocolate, malabar chocolate, uh breakfast chocolate. So it's like really, uh I haven't tried that. The thing is that I haven't tried it, but I I kind of want to because it's new and it's tempting. Yeah, it's tempting. Obviously, it's chocolate, so
1: <laughs> that's how marketing actually helps.
0: Yeah, some brand that you've seen experimenting with dishes.
1: So there is one brand which I know about, and it's called GoGo Bananas, and it's Go-Go actually bananas. producing uh, yes, Go Go Bananas. <laughs> Okay. And it's producing banana flour. Like, it's an alternate of uh, wheat flour or something, and it does not have gluten.
0: Right. Flour. Okay. 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 <laughs> to my listeners, I actually wrote flour like a fool. <laughs> so uh, now I'm just correcting that. Okay, Himani said flour, right? So it's a banana flour, which is an alternative to wheat. Oh, so uh, that makes much more sense. I'm like, why... Are people eating flowers? <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I really thought. Oh. I right now
1: I understand why you were so much like, what are you saying? It's
0: like <laughs> oh. Okay, but yeah, banana flower. Like an atta banana ka sounds uh, kind of, sounds healthy. Yeah, that sounds healthy. Definitely. Also
1: there are a lot of um Products which uh, MNCs are bringing into our life, like a lot of food chains. Like McDonald's is experimenting with a lot of Indian flavor and sauces, and, and there is Pizza Hut, which has come up with Momo Pizza, and I'm craving for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they yeah they started like uh, making Momo Pizza. I think uh, four or five, four or five months back, like around the time that you. Uh, Left me, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of uh, like, uh, you remember there was this one time they used to have like cheese, uh, cheese roll on the outside of the crust, like in the crust. Yes, so it's yes. kind of like that the momos are on the crust side and the cheese slice mm-hmm. of the pizza is inside. So yeah, that's the momo I pizza.
1: They're <laughs>
0: so, like, they like momos because everybody has done something or the other. <laughs> chocolate momos by wow momos oh yeah have you had it? I haven't had it <laughs> like the original momos like the ones who made it probably would like oh this is not what I intended <laughs> to happen with this dish <laughs> I mean these are the kind of experiments that we want to have with these dishes and not uh, oh you're a <laughs> no comments yes so what is some like another trend like you talk about some trend now
1: I think edible cutlery is at very much uh, hype. And there are a lot of startups working here also. And I, I, when I was back in India, there was a restaurant in Pune, which used to actually serve juices in the uh, shell of the fruit. Oh. Like if it's the guava, and it will just remove the guava in a, in a part and process, mix it, with masala is grinded, and pour in that shell and serve it to you.
0: So that's like kind of interesting and obviously re- helps with your wastage. Yes. Oh,
1: like I think, uh, I, I don't know if McDonald's and KFC have actually launched it, but there was a time when they were saying they'll uh, launch edible straws, which you can actually eat instead no, of paper or, or
0: plastic that. straws. This like paper yeah, straws so and at food. the end. <laughs> that's like, uh... yeah. yeah, but it's kind of interesting. And even I, like when I was researching for this episode, uh, there was this bank, bengaluru startup gajamukha and they have like their own brand of edible cutlery called edible pro so the thing with edible cut cutlery uh, which i can see happening in the indian market is that obviously every Telawala wala has the plastic cup plates right yes so there's like so, too much like street food scene happening in india so what i feel the ed- edible cutlery startups could do here is that, you know, sell them, sell their product to them like directly. So that, you know, on a very ground level, grassroots level, people can actually experience the cutlery and wastage basically come hoga with that. That's very nice. Uh let's talk about the most obvious thing that we are missing right now is something like Zomato.
1: Oh, supply chain supply yeah.
0: chain like food supply chain whenever we uh whenever food technologists talk about it, it's kind of like very hype and very trendy thing i feel like whenever somebody talks about supply chain like, oh supply chain yeah like i don't know yeah, if people yeah. are get understanding that the listeners but yeah it's pretty hyped about
1: <laughs> i guess majority of the food wastage happens because of the improper supply chain in india and around yeah. the globe also so working on a proper integrated supply chains with artificial intelligence and all other mediums is, I think, the one of the most trending uh, topic for startups right now. Every yeah. second startup is related to supply chain.
0: Yeah, be it in food or be it in any other sector, because it's... Okay, so from a startup point of view, it's easier to do a startup in supply chain because you don't need to have a product. You just need to have connections. And you need to like probably have a storage space if you're working in warehousing. But yeah, you just need to connect people to people. That is what is happening right now in the market. So as we talk about uh, Zomato or Swiggy, so they're kind of like doing that. They know the restaurant, they know us, put a database, they have that. And they just like order, order from us and do that. Uh, so
1: I think I will talk about Licious because it brought a unique selling point by... Setting up a supply chain for meat products. You know, handling meat requires a lot of technical knowledge. And you can't just keep it out for some time and think, okay, it's going to be fine. You have to process it. You have to keep it in particular conditions. And yes, Licious Ready brought a very unique selling point to the market.
0: And it's working very nice. About Licious, actually, I'd like to say something. It's also the fact that whenever anybody buys meat, it's they go somewhere, they sh- they go to a shop and they buy it because they want credibility for that. And the fact that you're ordering at home to you know establish yourself as a credible source of meat that you can order at home, that you can have it home delivered. So I think Licious is able to do that. With their, you know, quality assurance and everything like their business model is kind of cool, like that. Yeah, so you're right. The
1: other interesting startup which I saw was Nutri Paradise, and the unique selling point was it was providing good and healthy food to the hospital canteens. And I, I really mean it that food at hospital canteens
0: generally stuck. Oh, it's, its kind bad. of scary to eat in a hospital.
1: Yeah, it's also scary, but anyway, you will have to eat it if that's what
0: anything. Yeah, I mean, scary, I don't mean scary in the sense that you'd get sick or something. It's just sad. Like, you don't want to be eating in a hospital. (laughs) And it's just like the food also tastes so bad. And that's what you're saying, right? It's very
1: difficult for a hospital to also run the hospital as a canteen. Because canteen has its own security audits and everything. And dealing with patients and dealing with the canteen stuff. <laughs> so this startup really brought a new idea that they can provide a healthy and nutritious food to the uh, food canteens in the hospital. And I really liked it. The moral point of the
0: unique selling point here. Yeah. And it's obviously an untapped market in that sense because people are in hospital and it, it it's not a bad thing for them to have like delicious food, right? so that's kind of unique to go in that sense okay so one last i think we should talk about one last food trend so we can talk about obviously the healthy side of things every, making everything healthy right now and that is something i take i take up some offense with that like why are you making turning things healthy right now <laughs> you just eat healthy but yeah there are obviously companies going around making traditional things or traditional foods which are considered unhealthy into healthy alternatives, right? So what are some of the brands that you've come upon which do yes. that?
1: I I think it is which is working with the name of Ketoify and bringing up uh, keto-related products like keto bhaji. Like it's actually, instead of aloo bhujia, it is made up of um, other stuffs which are nutritious for you. And it's very healthy. They're bringing decaf coffee with in the terms of keto diet. And it's, it's very
0: interesting, their product line. So it's kind of intertwined with the fact of the keto diet, right? So what yes. all you're going to need it. So it's specifically for that.
1: Yes. And also there are a lot of startups in healthy which are working on building an organic supply chain. Such as? Like Namaha, Just Organic. And they're simply just, Enhancing the organic food supply chain
0: you make an interesting point about having an organic food supply chain, and i I see this happening in the future in our country as well because people are searching for food that is not you know used like a lot of pesticides are used and a lot of chemicals are used to grow it in agriculture as well and we've studied that like it's not all too bad, but it's not all too good as well so when you talk about an organic supply chain, the fact is that, you know, shelf life uh, is going to be less than yes. the ones that have all of this medi- all of these medicines and chemicals put onto them. So, like, having an organic supply chain, that's the key matter here.
1: I have a particular subject here, like, international organic markets and you know, organic products in markets, something. So, in which we came up to a point that, in Germany, or at least in all around the globe, there is no uh, brand famous because it's an organic brand. Organic products are generally, you know, anonymous and they don't actually have a brand.
0: Yeah, but yeah, huh. Huh. that's something to think about because how would you make, a, make it like a brand? Because you need to have like a production it's, setup and brand popularize it's
1: it. Bad. People, if a company has a convenient product and an organic product, the marketing for both the products is at the same level. So no, uh, nobody knows the fact that the organic product has some additional
0: advantages. Uh, I was just thinking the fact that you know there is no brand that could be famous for being organic is the fact that organic uh, means that you need to produce it locally. Like if you don't have like good extensive supply chain for that. So many people like have local local businesses about you know selling their organic products. So there are so many local businesses that would sell organic. There is no you know cro- corporate housing uh, over them like Amul or something like Kecha Amul Dood. They are having like corporate milks uh, milk societies, right? So if, there's nothing for like organic like that, that yes. but it's kind of it's kind of nice. It like. Maybe something that something like that could happen in India, like to have an organic supply chain. that's what you're saying,
1: some other new color revolution will come, and people will start bringing up plans of you know making a supply chain for organic food and availability
0: around the around India, yeah, I mean, like we didn't plan to talk about this, but it's kind of kind of wow, <laughs> so. I think this is a good point to wrap this discussion up. Yes. Yeah, we talked so much about a lot of things, and we also left uh, a little bit out. But we obviously have another episode of what's on my plate to make, and we will. We can talk about anything you want, and if you want us to go in detail about a certain company, we'll try to approach uh, people from there and spill the tea about all of it. So, I think yeah that's that's it for this episode of what's on my plate and himani i'll see you yeah okay bye guys Um, guys. keep listening to the podcast thank you thank you yeah keep listening